Before we begin, please refer to the disclaimer and link in the podcast notes, and note that all opinions expressed in this podcast are intended for informational purposes only and should not be treated as investment or financial advice. Welcome back to the Collective Shift channel. I'm joined by our head of research, Matt, who's here to discuss the top three low-cap cryptocurrencies that he's currently watching. This post was published on the Collective Shift member platform as an example of the type of content we produce to keep members in the loop and save them time to make better decisions. Hey, Matt, so what motivated you to write this post? Hi, Nick. Uh, the reason for this post in particular was really just the timing. You know, we're in late late February 2023. You know, Bitcoin has had about you know 14, 14 or 15 months now since its, since its highs. Um, where we're really in the depths of the the bear market here. Uh, traditionally, or at least going back the past, you know, 12, 13, 14 years of this whole crypto market, typically uh, you've seen these stages of like the market cycles be proven to be like the best time to be digging into the weeds and really like finding, you know, which low cap cryptocurrencies, you know, you're really, you know, building conviction into to ultimately, you know, decide maybe to invest, you know, a very small percent of your portfolio into them once you have a bit more confidence uh, of, you know, the market sign to to reverse. Awesome. So uh, maybe we'll get into which one stood out to you the most out of these posts, out of these three that you're talking about. Yeah, sure. So of the three in the the post that was um, recently, yeah, made available for members, uh, the one we'll talk about today is is Stakewise. So the the token there, or the, the ticker for the token, is uh, S W I S E. Um, and yeah, one I don't I don't haven't got any of S Y. Just to be clear, I don't I haven't invested uh, in it. And just for anyone notice uh, who wants to wants to know what we at Collective Shift have invested in. We do update every single week uh, our disclosures policy, uh, which is available on the website at collectiveshift.io. Uh, but yes, I do not uh, hold any SYS tokens, but it is one I'm closely monitoring for investment purposes. Mainly, this one's mainly as a narrative sort of play. I think 2023 is going to be, uh, as we talked about recently, Nick, a really significant year for all things staking, um, particularly sort of liquid staking or, or pooled staking, some people call it, uh, I think is really going to, you know, significantly grow in 2023 now that uh, Ethereum is about to have its upgrade in March or April um, to enable withdrawals. So it'll allow stakers who for this whole time, these past recent years have, have not been able to, you know, unstake or withdraw their ETH. Uh, this is finally going to become enabled in March or April. It's looking likely, um, and I think that's really going to, you know, be a nice catalyst for some growth in the liquid staking sort of space. And Stakewise is sort of one of the players in the liquid staking category. Awesome. I think that can also be uh, referred to as pooled staking if anyone wants to, is following along. So it's this idea that uh, if you don't have thirty two ETH to run your own node. Uh, and you don't want to trust a centralized exchange with your cryptocurrency to stake, there is an option for you to uh, stake any amount as little as, I think, 0.1 or 0.01 ETH um, into a smart contract with you know platforms like uh, LidoDAO, Rocketpool, and now Stakewise. So it's kind of making it easy for people, and it's sort of as easy as doing sort of a token swap. So really easy functionality, and I think it's one that I'm definitely looking at as well in the market. Uh, 
do you sort of agree that we're going to see a shakeup of the stake as well um, now that we're seeing the withdrawals hopefully get enabled in April or March that we may see maybe uh, Lido start to see some of its market share reduce um, into stakewise? Yeah, I think this is a main reason why I'm monitoring stakewise. Uh, to your point, Nick, I think Rocket Pool, Frax, and even even stakewise as well are going to be real beneficiaries of this enabling of withdrawals because I do see you know Lido, which is currently you know roughly one third of of all the entire staked ETH um, out of all that supply, Lido accounts for about a third of it. I think it's copped a bit of criticism for being sort of a vector or a centralization vector, having just like so much of the Ethereum locked up uh, tokens. It, it might be a risk some people are arguing. And, and for that reason, I, I do see a scenario where, you know, Lido or ST ETH holders, so staked ETH is, is, is the ticker there for Lido's um, staked ETH. I do see a scenario where people will be able to withdraw um, after the upgrades are enabled and they will maybe restake that or um, or even decide to, you know, put that ETH into another sort of liquid staking provider. In this case, um, I suppose, you know, my hope here with, with SYs would be that, you know, they get some of it because, you know, to be critical of stakewise, like their, their like percentage of staked ETH is, is pretty dismal, really. It's like, like it's probably under just doing percentages, it'd probably be like under 0.5%. Um, I know Rocket Pools is around 2.5. Um, and then when you're comparing that to Lido, which is, you know, in between 30 and 35, um, you know, that's probably the big hope there because I could see a scenario where the power laws sort of like take force and Lido, you know, is a really, really dominant player for a while. But I suppose long term, like, yes, that will probably happen. But I still think in 2023, like, it presents a really big opportunity for the likes of Stakewise to, um, yeah, really, you know, catch a bid and, and really, you know, enjoy some price appreciation because it is pretty deep down the list in terms of, you know, ranking by coin market cap. Mm, maybe to finish off uh, talking about Stakewise, so they got the V3, uh, you mentioned in the post. Maybe at a high level, um, you can just sum- summarize uh, what the V3 is um, and whether that's something to look out for as well. Yeah, so the as I've uh, dropped in the YouTube video as well from the team um, in, in my post, it's essentially uh, introducing this novel concept of layered staking. So it gives you know the users on Stakewise the ability to to delegate their ETH to you know a preferred node operator. Um, and then so that's sort of the first layer and then the second layer of this sort of layered staking they're calling it will give sort of the stakewise users uh, the option to mint what they're calling OS ETH so a lot of acronyms going on here and that'll essentially represent your stake so you know you'll be able to use OS ETH and put it into you know other DeFi applications um, even eventually something uh, like Eigenlayer you'll be able to you know put that in and earn additional opt in to additional you know boosted rewards by taking on extra risk as well that's something where i can see like stakewise v3 which did go live i think in september so you know they've had a, a bit of a a bit of a few months of making sure everything's going well um i think that's you know something as well that you know encourages me and thinks you know it's actually still an active project that's been working on i think they're finally uh, like right place, right time to really, you know, enjoy a successful 2023. Awesome. Keen, yeah, keen to watch out for that narrative as well. And hopefully withdrawals are sooner rather than later. But for my 
for my eyes, it looks like all is tracking well, which is good to see. Maybe we could just touch on any other sort of sectors you're probably looking at as well. Uh, in sort of um, 2023, as you said, it's the best time to research when the market's really down and a lot of people have left the industry. So what are those uh, sectors you're sort of having a look at? Yeah, Nick, as we talked about recently in, in another video, I think, yeah, liquid staking again is, I think, one that's really primed to outperform the market in 2023. So yeah, SSYs or the SY token is one here, but I even saw just actually earlier today, Yearn Finance has even added support for liquid staking. You know, Frax is another one that's worth looking at in terms of that category. I'm like, yeah, very bullish on in the short term. Uh, and then, yeah, in my post, you know, just to tease the other two tokens that I did cover, um, one of them was in the NFT category. I still think, you know, it's very, very like a lot of opportunities in the NFT market, despite like how much it's just hemorrhage volumes the last like few few months or about a year now. And then also the other one was in the decentralized finance space or DeFi, which again is another sort of category that's just been absolutely pummeled in the past like 18, 24 months or so. And look, fundamentally, financial services on blockchain, you know, makes sense. Um, And I think DeFi is something that will, you know, be here for decades to come on Ethereum. So this uh, project that I've identified in this post is, is one that I think, has been around for I think two or three years now, about two years. But I think now it's finally sort of hitting hitting its stride and seeing some nice, uh, fundamentally, some metrics that are looking really promising. So, yeah, that one was also enjoyable to cover. Awesome, keen to see uh, any more of these posts to come out in the in the following months for sure. For uh, anyone listening, this post was recently published on the Collectorship platform and is again an example of the content we produce to help our valued members save time and make informed decisions. So if you're wanting to level up your crypto game, book in a free strategy call over at our website, collectiveshift.io. That's collectiveshift.io. Thanks for joining me, Matt, and keen to chat on the next one. Thanks, Nick.